First John chapter 1, beginning in verse 8. Before we take these next two verses, I want to remind you that I just found out that this book is the most important book in the New Testament for the believers. And I want to remind you that it's for believers. It's not presenting the gospel for people to become believers. It's addressing believers as to how they should live their life. And I'm very surprised that I didn't know this because one of the most important verses that you'll ever learn is in our lesson today. I must have asked hundreds of people in my life if they can quote 1 John 1, 9. And sad to say, not a lot of people can quote it. And I just don't know how we live if we don't know this verse. We live, but we live a miserable life. And so today's lesson is, is one of the most important lessons you'll ever hear. And I want you to take it to heart. And I want you to remember that this is God's word, not me. And I believe one thing that's wrong with our country today is churches are not teaching this principle. This verse says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And sin is a word that's not talked about very much. People say, oh, that is a very offensive. Oh, don't say I'm a sinner. Oh, we don't want to hear about sin. We want to hear about the love of God and the grace of God, but we don't want to hear about sin. And so here we have one of our favorite words to begin this verse, if... If you say you have no sin, you're deceived. And people don't want to admit they're sinners. My husband put together a list of, of words. He always called them cover-up words. They were words we used to cover up sin. You see, we're told what sin is in the Bible. It's very clear. And I think the most deadly sin is a lack of faith. Because we're told in Romans, anything that's not of faith is sin. Anything that's not of faith. And I've been sharing that with people. I share it with myself. When I do these podcasts, I learn more than anybody else. And I need to keep learning. Because you can quickly forget what you've learned. But if you have allowed the information that you receive about this pandemic and the riots and et cetera, to cause you to be afraid, you're not, you're sinning because you're not living by faith. You see, if you put your faith in God as your savior and your Lord and the Holy Spirit controlling you, what do you have to be afraid of? Now you have to use your brains and I think we should obey the law so I respect the virus for what it is but I refuse to be afraid of it and if I succumb to fear then I sin and so this verse says if we say we have no sin the truth is not in us and we're deceived and the cover-up words that Sam used he heard a lady say one time that her husband just drove her up the wall. And Sam had a cartoon, had a, a lady, an artist do cartoons, and there was a woman in a car, and her husband was driving her up the wall. 
What is she saying? I am so mad at him. And then someone else said, oh, I just was beside myself. I really wasn't myself that day. <laughs> oh, really? So Sam had a cartoon drawn of people standing beside themselves. Uh, I just lost my head. We have to learn to call sin what God calls it. And the, the hot button is anger. I'll just tell you now, you try to help someone see that they're angry, they'll do everything in their power to convince you, oh, I'm not angry, I'm just hurt. Really? Well, where does it hurt? Let me tell you, anger hurts. If you get angry at somebody and you're mad at somebody, let me tell you, your body is in pain because you tense up. Every muscle in your body becomes tense and tight. And you can have digestive problems. You can have all sorts of problems from being angry. And I just hate it so much when people don't want to admit it because we all get angry. I've never seen one person that doesn't at some time get angry. I certainly have never reached that point in my life where I don't get angry. I can get angry at the least little thing. But the difference in me now and years ago is I recognize it for what it is. And I apply this next verse as quickly as I can. I don't do it perfectly, but my goal is to do it perfectly. This next verse is, many people have said it's God's bar of soap. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So here we start again with, with our verse word, if. It's your choice. And I want to tell you from my experience in counseling with people in my living room, there are so many Christians that are so angry because they've been mistreated. They've been abused, they've been mistreated. Something bad has happened to them. And I don't excuse the person who has mistreated someone, but if the person that was mistreated doesn't deal with their response to being mistreated, then they're a slave to the one who mistreated them. I've probably told you this story before, but I'll tell you again. There was a girl in my college sorority that I didn't like. I couldn't stand the sight of her because I didn't like her greasy hair. And she had a laugh that was just a cackle. And I just didn't like her. I hated her. Because when I know she was in a room in our dorm, I wouldn't go in there. She controlled where I went and, and what I did. I got graduated, I got married, I moved to my city and went to the grocery store and I heard that cackle. And I thought, oh no, she has followed me. And I literally hid in the meat market until she checked out. And then I became a Christian. And I want you to know the first thing that happened to me, God convicted me. He reminded me of that girl and my reaction to her. And she never did anything bad to me. 
and I learned this verse. You see, there was sin in my life. Sin. It says, if you confess. What does that word mean? You know, it doesn't mean you're sorry. If I had to be sorry for every sin I confess, I couldn't confess. I have to admit to you that some of the things I did that were wrong, I enjoy doing it. And if I say I'm sorry, I would be lying to God. I'm probably sorry I got caught. But now I'm ashamed of some of the things I did. But confess means to simply agree with God. All you have to do is say, yes, God, I am wrong. And don't blame it on the person that wronged you. Just accept the responsibility. How easy is that? How, you don't even have to do it publicly. You just, in your prayer, talking to God, you say, God, I am wrong. And then it describes God's character. He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He forgives us. He doesn't hold it against us. He puts it as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers it no more. He forgets it. But then the verse says we're clean. And I have talked to people, many, many people that keep confessing the same sin over and over and over because they don't feel clean. Well, what is faith? It's believing what you don't see. You don't see God cleanse you. You don't even feel cleansed. That's why we don't go by feelings. We go by faith and the facts. So when I realized my sin against this dear girl that had no idea how I felt, because I never let on, I was a beautiful actress. I could fake liking you and you'd never know I was, that I didn't. I remember the day I bowed my head and I said, oh Lord, thank you for showing me the sin in my life when I hated somebody because of their laugh and their hair. And you know what God did? He forgave me and he cleansed me. And the beautiful thing that he did for me, he let me see her real soon after that. And my whole attitude toward her had changed. I was ashamed for how I had felt about her, but I was even glad to see her. What a miracle God will do in our heart if only we will obey him. Now, we have to repent. You can't keep doing the same sin over and over and over and expect him to forgive you and cleanse you. But when you confess and you believe that he has forgiven you and cleansed you and you think about that sin, please don't confess it again because that means I didn't believe what you said you'd do. Thank him. Turn your asking into thanking and just say, thank you, Lord. You forgave me and you cleansed me. And that sin is gone. 
Now you'll sin again. And that's why I love it that this is our bar of soap. You don't just take a bath once. You should take a bath every day because you get dirty every day and you have dead cells on your body every day. You don't just confess once, but you don't worry about sin either because the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to teach us the Word of God and convict us of sin. That's his responsibility, not mine. And once I learned this, I don't get up and wonder, oh, is this a sin, or should I have done that, or should I have said that, or should I have whatever. I just say, Lord, you control me today, and if I sin, you convict me. Convict me quickly so that I can obey you, agree with you that I'm wrong, and ask you to replace that sin with the fruit of the Spirit. That's what it means to walk in the Spirit. Why didn't I realize how important this little book is when I have emphasized this verse for the last 40 years to everybody I've met? It's the key to living the Christian life. I don't know why we resent admitting our sin except for pride. That's what it is, it's our pride. And I'm sorry to say that many churches don't want to teach sin because they don't want to run anybody away. Run them away from what? Running away from the victorious life that you can have when you're free from sin. So take it to heart. And then the last verse, verse 10. If we say that we have not sinned, we make God a liar and the truth, his word, is not in us. Now, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But look at this. If we say we have not sinned, we make God a liar, and his word is not in us, because he says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All. And when we become believers, the old sin nature remains. I used to wonder why, but now I know. Because if I didn't sin, I'd be perfect. I would be haughty and arrogant and proud and God couldn't use me. I haven't arrived. I will arrive when my heart stops beating and I am with the Lord in glory. Take it to heart, friends. Share it with others. God bless you.